Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of The Never Games. My name is Trevor. I am the former leader of the now-defunct blue team, and I was just uh, elected as the alderman of the red team. And I'm Noel. <laughs> My name is Noel McInnes. And this, we have done it, guys. We have done it. We have sifted through hundreds upon hundreds of applicants of the top athletes in the world to try and figure out which person will be our co-host. And Trevor, we got a surprise. We have two new co-hosts. We do. I, I feel like it's worth mentioning a few of the uh, the runners-up before yes, we jump in. Um, but not limited to. Uh, uh, a special thanks to Chance the Rapper. Um, oh for, man, his his uh, bandwidth was so fucking shitty. I know we could never get him on. It was too <laughs> oh, bad. Man. Um, uh, yeah. Gary Busey. Uh, it was a strange episode that will not air, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, I got a couple of my favorite. Uh, thank uh, thank you again to Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Um, thanks also to Lord Licorice of the franchise Candyland. And thank you to um, one of my personal favorite episodes ever, um, Siger Ross from Friends. Uh, he was on here. Um, so I, lo I loved all those so much. But I think we got to focus on the winners right now. That's true. Without any further ado, our, our two co-host winners, we'll let them introduce themselves. We'll start with, uh, with Tom. Hi, everyone. My name is Tom O'Brien. I'm in charge of shipping and handling. And I've got one question for you. Why the hell did I bother to put on pants for this? You done goofed, man. You done goofed. <laughs> uh, my name is Connor Provost. I am currently not wearing pants. Hello, my babies. <laughs> he one-upped you already, Tom. Oh, God. This All is right, not so... a competition. <laughs> well, it's I a mean, game show. It's yeah, a game this, show. This is a game show. The whole thing show. is a competition. Oh, God. You, you guys have so much to learn. Are you sure you want me on this? Uh, you, you sweet little young butterflies. Um, all right, well, ha have three you, old have years you guys... older than you, know. <laughs> yeah, the audience, the audience doesn't need to know that. Um, ha have you guys been? Meh, I'm fine. Yeah, that's about cool. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, pretty good. All right, once again, we are reopening the th the co-host contest because yeah. these guys already <laughs> suck. <laughs> Hey man, that's that's just rude. Uh, doing good, but doing pretty good. Uh, staying busy at work, which is uh great right now. So um, yeah, yeah. Trevor, I was not paying attention earlier when you said, "Did you have you moved yet? Are you you're moving soon?" Or? I am moving in uh four days. Yeah. So my gosh, we're we've got most of the cool. stuff packed up. We're um we have. We have a back patio at our new place, and I've spent mm -hmm. about two straight days on Craigslist emailing everyone I could get a hold of to see if we can stop and pick up like patio furniture and a grill, but while we still have the moving truck, and it's just like it's emailing people being like, "Can you hold on to your cheap beat up grill for three extra days? Don't sell it to anybody else, and we'll pick it up. I promise." <laughs> uh, a lot of back and forth. But did you that. have to guess at the price of those Craigslist items, or <laughs> they did you all... uh, did you cheat and, and look? It was weird. They all gave me the price like right up front. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I was trying to guess and, on a few and, of them, and, th and then you got really mad and said, "No, don't tell me. I want to guess." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
keen to guess. I'm going with the five hundred thousand dollar haunted grill. That's what I ended up deciding. <laughs> on. Go along with your oh. haunted barber's chair. That's Can right. Like the whole set. <laughs> <laughs> a grill, a barber chair, and then all you need is that haunted snowmobile. Yes. And then you got all three. <laughs> and then you're just a haunted dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty much been my entire week, prepping to move. Cool. Tom, what have you been? Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I've had a pretty good week there, Noel. Um, my girlfriend left town for a couple of days, and so I've been eating nothing but sandwiches. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, kind man. of sandwiches, Tom? This is everybody a, loves yeah. a good sandwich. That's, that's a peanut that's... butter and jellies. Uh, no, actually, right now I have a uh, pepper turkey and roast beef with uh, mustard and Ooh, mayo. Jeez. Like there you go. No veggies. No veggies on that baby <laughs> yep. whatsoever. There's some tomatoes. But oh well, okay. <laughs> Heart healthy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have had an insanely boring week. I, nothing's really happened. I don't. Since we last recorded, I don't think I've gone fishing yet. But um, kind of going a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, up in that master angler watch from six to who knows. <laughs> um, so that's. Oh, I'm thinking about buying a soda stream. Yeah. Yo, do it. Do it. Yeah. I have one. It's the best thing ever. Oh man, it's awesome. I, I've been thinking like I buy so much fucking seltzer, and I just same. I I pound it, and then it's like <laughs> there's no more <laughs> seltzer. With, so I figure it's like why, why not I just make my own fucking seltzer? Right. Do you With the it? touch of a button, it takes like it yeah. takes like two seconds, and suddenly your water is crispy. Not That's only awesome. that, you can do that with more than water. You can do that with anything. Right. So I'm going to be fucking making so many weird things bubbly. I'm I'm scared uh, to read in the paper about uh, Noel McGinnis' tragic death uh, from the soda stream explosion when he tried to carbonate a beer. Oh, no. He carbonated. That, that, that's happening, because I'm pretty sure... I, I've, I've been doing my research on just carbonating beer via so, soda stream for years now, and I think that's true. My biggest issue is, like, the weird things, like, I don't know, guys, New England can, clam chowder. Oh, you can't. That case, won't filter through there, dude. Queso. <laughs> I want, dude, I want everything fucking fizzy. This is going to be the fastest See, broken thought, soda stream in the world. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like orange juice, fizzy orange juice, but New England right. clam chowder. God. Well, you, well, you see, I'm. You guys are reaching for the stars, and I'm. I'm really just trying to trying to build up a super rocket just to get there. Um, people thought of orange juice. People. People thought of, people thought of, I'm sure other juices, grape juice, grapefruit juice, apple juice, but I want to get, I want to get more savory with it. I want to invent, I want to invent some new things. I will say that I am expecting a new segment out of this though. It's like, what have I soda streamed this week? (laughs) Will it be fizzy? Yeah. Let me, let me give you some advice on uh, carbonating soups. Uh, before yeah. you jump straight to New England clam chowder, start with a New York chowder. The tomato makes will do a better job than the cream Oh, base. no. If, if anything, <laughs> I'm going to go straight for a chicken and rice or maybe an Italian wedding. Get get a clear broth that's actually tasty. I don't know um, how you're going to fit and, that many people into a soda stream. Oh, well, it's uh, it's it's, uh, it's easy. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's really easy once you blend them up. It's it's yeah. a lot. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus! It's a very involved process so, to yeah. make people effervescent. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 basically my weekend. 
<laughs> um, so on that note, shall we start the show? <laughs> no. No? Okay, let's just talk about other things I can make bubbly. <laughs> Who wants to go first, I guess? I'm just going to spin the fucking sounds, twister wheel. Sounds like you, Noel. Sounds like you're yeah. going first. Sounds oh, like you're God. raring to go. Damn it. All right. <laughs> Um, I do not have a title for this game. I am going to on, give on, you... Spit it out. Let's go. Gotta, gotta come up with one. Come and on. the title is... Uh, 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 some Song That's Gone Wrong. Um, <laughs> All right. That's good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and... <laughs> I am going to give you, I'm going to, not. I'm not going to sing it because that'll give it away. I'm going mm-hmm. to say a part of a song, and you have to guess what the uh, song is. Simple enough, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Except. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I am going to give you, not the recorded version, but the kids' bop version. <laughs> and you have uh-huh. to figure it out. <laughs> I like this. I like this a lot. <laughs> Shall we start? And... Before, before I start, um, yes, um, I know I usually come off my voice as a, as a little bit more baritone, but just picture <laughs> a crowd of screaming seven-year-olds singing these songs. Mm. Just doing right. their best. And, and away we go. <laughs> All, right. All right. Loving can hurt sometimes, but it's the only thing that I know. When it gets hard, you know it can get hard sometimes. Oh, boy, that's already fucking horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It is the only thing that makes us feel alive. We keep this love in a photograph. We make these memories for ourselves where our our eyes are never closing. Uh, That is 100% uh, photograph by... uh... (laughs) That was the only thing I could think of. (laughs) Uh, No, it it uh, is photograph... By, uh... That band. It's on no, over. No, nobody, nobody, he already nobody, said it. Is it. Nobody tell him. Nobody tell him. It's on oversexposed. Uh, is the title is the album name. Uh, Maroon Five. No. no! <laughs> oh. So so then it is. It's photographed by Nickelback. Yeah. Yes, it is photographed uh, by Nickelback. Okay. <laughs> that's it was okay. Trevor that said Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. Trevor said Nickelback. Yeah, but I I thought that's exactly where you were going. No, yeah. I said it's not Nickelback, but. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Uh, I'm glad that nobody corrected right, him so... on uh, knowing Nickelback's album name. and Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maroon 5's yeah. album name. <laughs> they also have a song called Photograph. Still, that's, that could... Yeah. That, okay. Uh, all right, so I will try to avoid reading the, the song title in the song. <laughs> all right, round two. Here we go. Baby, can't you see I'm calling? A guy like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit. Baby, give it to me. You're dangerous. I'm loving it. Too high. Can't come down. Uh, that is Toxic by Britney Spears. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not... I haven't looked, like, done a comparison of the original lyrics to the... Uh, <laughs> Tom to, just owns to all the, the kid kids' bop lyrics. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think my my brain is just not translating the uh, the 
monotone and baritone yeah. of Noel's voice into like a melody, <laughs> and I'm like just missing it. <laughs> All right, next one. Give me one sec, because I think I deleted it off the file, so I'm going to have to look it up. And I gotta get well, Noel does this. Again. I want everybody to picture Noel in the skin tight diamond encrusted <laughs> suit that Britney Spears wore. Oh in the music video for Toxic. Because... I already was. I already was. I was right there on the plane. I usually do. Well before this, but... Alright, last round. Before I leave, brush my teeth, and then I go pack. Because when I leave for the night, I am never... TikTok by Kesha. Back. Just stop. Just stop. And I'm never coming back. <laughs> I am never coming back. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking pedicure on our toes, trying out all the clothes, boys blowing up our phones, drop topping, playing our favorite CDs, pulling up to the party and trying to get a little bit silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. What was, it really what was the lyric that replaced brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack? Uh, brush my teeth and then I go pack. <laughs> and then I go pack. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many others. Um, the one I got since I forgot about TikTok, uh, I had um, Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus and the and the Hopper there. <laughs> and there are so many worse. Yo, yeah. Kids, kids, Bob gets bad. Gets bad. Starts <sighs> bad. <laughs> it's for the kids, man. It's yeah. There, I was trying to find for about I think an hour and a half. There was a long forgotten cut of gin and juice. That's a kids' pop version. No way. <laughs> Sipping on apple juice. But if, if if it's if it's real, it's like disappeared from the internet. Oh, right. <sighs> I know. I was so bummed. I can't. And that has been my new game. Whatever the name I said before, <laughs> it was. Some song gone wrong. Some song, there it is. Some, Some song, song gone, gone wrong. wrong. Yes. <laughs> it's Tom's favorite game, apparently. Yeah, Tom, you crushed it. Guys, I think we are actually for the first time running on time. This is shocking. Wow. All right, shall we do a literal multimedia minute? doing the multimedia minute for those of you Woo. new to the show this is uh the little bit where we get to talk about what we've been reading watching playing or listening to uh this past week to get us through until now uh trevor you want to kick us off uh yeah sure i uh i just finished reading uh abraham lincoln vampire killer uh oh yeah wow. okay uh it <laughs> It was really good because it's apparently like a very historically accurate depiction of Abe Lincoln's life, but then also there's vampires. <laughs> I didn't realize that there's also a movie, so I'm really excited to see that. Um, mm. But yeah, it was great. And like, I didn't actually know all that much about Lincoln, but God, that guy had a terrible life. Well, it, a lot of vampires. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but the vampires killed like everybody he ever loved. The poor I, guy. I feel like. <laughs> I, I, don't even get me started on Mary Todd. Yeah. Um, oh, but I feel like that movie. Didn't that movie also come out around the same time that uh, like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies came out? You guys remember oh, that? I was, I that was thinking of the other one, where's um the guy who killed his Hitler and then also Bigfoot. That was very recent, <laughs> and I watched it, and it's real good. Yeah. Real with good. 
was that with uh, Samuel Elliott? Yes, it was. Samuel oh, Elliott man. was the man who killed both Hitler and the Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> now, are is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter uh, by the same author or just the same genre? Uh, yeah, same Stephanie author, Meyer. Yeah. Uh, I forget the guy's did name you say now. Stephanie but... Meyer. Yes, I did. I did. But that's not true. <laughs> I don't know who it's by. <laughs> <laughs> no, a uh, Jody Picoult. Jody is that? Picoult. I don't know. My sis- my sister likes her, so I don't. Think so. <laughs> uh, Connor, uh, what you got? Um, so I have been deep into Last of Us Two. Um, it's uh, I gotta say I've been waiting seven years for this game to come out. Seven long goddamn years. Really? Has it been that? And it has. Yeah, 2013 was when the first one came out. And um, it has surpassed any and all expectations. It is amazing. Wow, that's good to hear. It's gorgeous. Like it's absolutely beautiful. The environments are incredible. The enemies are scarier, and it's like more violent and brutal. None of these are really spoilers, I guess, because uh, I'm not gonna tell you anything about the, like the story or what happens. But like the, there's more violence to it. It's a lot more brutal. Um, and it's yeah, there's so much more that you can do. It's it's a absolutely gorgeous game. I love every part of it. So the the only spoiler that I got from uh, The Last of Us Two is that you can play guitar. You can play guitar, which is well. So it, it I guess this is mild spoilers for the first one for any of those who haven't played Noel. Um, <laughs> but at some point, the main character Joel uh, it promises Ellie, who's the girl, um, that he's gonna teach her uh, to play guitar someday. And at the be- very beginning of the second one, it's established that yes, in fact, he does actually teach her to do that. So. Throughout the game, you you find guitars or you have a guitar at some point, and then you can just sit and play it. So now, how can you just play? Can you just like fuck around with it? Like how how does that work? So there's I, I can't I, there's there it it gives you kind of options for it's like a wheel that shows up and there's different chords that you can like if you go oh, in this direction okay. you'll strum that chord. But what's really cool about that is if you guys look this up on the internet, a bunch of people who have a lot of time on their hands, way more than I do, uh, have learned how to play various songs using the guitar in Last of Us 2. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, Say It Ain't So has been done. Like, Danny California has been done. Like, But it's, it's only, it's strictly based on chords, right? There's no, like, no. finger plucking or, no. oh my god. So it uses the touchpad on the PS4 controller. So depending on where you put your finger, you'll hit a different string. And if you Jeez. do the whole touchpad, you strum all of the strings. But yeah, oh so it's God. it's not just learn. I just feel so bad for the <laughs> yeah. I feel so bad for the guy out there who's so good at the Last of Us Two guitar, but doesn't know how to play guitar. It's a it's a very advanced form of like being good at Guitar Hero or rock yeah. band. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck. There was um, there was very briefly. I remember at the height of Guitar Hero, um, a couple of different attempts to. Uh, create a game where you played an actual guitar instead of like a controller guitar yeah and it was like supposed yes. to teach you how to play yeah. guitar um i remember that because and and i was just like no that doesn't sound like a game at a, anymore that's just yeah. a guitar <laughs> lesson that's class it, yeah it failed because it got too real yeah, yeah. that's not fun <laughs> it's just work yeah. <laughs> uh, uh tom what's been tickling your fancy this week uh so the past couple of days, uh, I'm a little bit behind the time, I guess, on this, but I uh, I went through and watched all of Netflix's The Witcher, um, oh. which was really good. Um, 
you know, I, uh, I, uh, own, uh, the first and second games on Steam, but I've never played them. And now that I've watched <laughs> the show, I'm tempted to, to go back and, uh, play some of them some more. Yeah, um, the area of expertise, uh, that I have with The Witcher games, I tried playing the second one, um, so I could play the third one, because, because, mm-hmm. um, when that came out, I, I was really into that, that's my whole jam. I, the second one, the maps were just god awful, and everything looked like everything else, and I hated it so much. Mm. The game mechanics are really clunky at some points, um, and for most of the times I was trying to first pick it up was when, like, after I finished Skyrim, and I just needed some sort of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, substitute. Yeah, yeah like like a, a qualifying substitute, and that transition is so fucking rocky. Mm. Uh, I I can't say I have any any experience with the games, and I I I I haven't I've been meaning to to watch the show. Uh, one thing I did say see recently was a a video of a sword fighting expert who was analyzing fight scenes in like popular media in like shows and stuff like that. He did like Game of Thrones. He did Star Wars. He did, but he did one of the the big fight scene that I keep seeing on the internet from Witcher Three, where he's just going through like some town. He like stab some guy like in, in like through the head and stuff like that i don't know it was um i think it's early on in the series um, yeah i think that's an episode one fight but he uh <laughs> the the expert was like you know i'm gonna give this a i'm gonna give this an eight out of ten for henry cavill i'm gonna give it a three out of ten for actual technique <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that was kind of funny but um I, I yeah whatever clips i've seen of the show like look gorgeous and i don't know anything about sword fighting so fuck it yeah i mean it's it's 100 yeah, percent fantasy like there's magic yeah. and shit so like <laughs> like i'm not like it doesn't throw me that there's a guy who like <laughs> sword fights by stabbing someone like through the head <laughs> right like i loved how how kind of in the show it was basically you did have that you know season-wide plot but every episode there was kind of like that different monster and that kind of you know kept it true to the game which Again, I'm a fan of. Yeah, I, I also appreciated that um, the solution to every monster was not, and then uh, Gerald walks up and stabs it. Like, yeah, you know, it was a lot more. There was a lot more complexity and a lot more. Almost like he's like a naturalist. He's like, well, sure, that's mm. a deadly animal, but it like <laughs> belongs here. It's like it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh... like grizzly bears aren't evil. They just like. <laughs> They don't get alive. along well with humans. Uh, you remind right. me of a thing. I I'm in the middle of my first like long term D and D campaign, and like for whatever reason in my head D and D you're just going and you're beating the shit out of bad guys. But the DM's been doing this for a long time, so even all the bad guys have this like ridiculous backstory and complexity to them. So like I'm going like it, it happened a couple times early on where there was there was a guy that was pitched as the bad guy as you're running into the town and then like you know you run into him and I'm just like fuck him up and I just start beating the shit out of him and the rest of the group's like hold on hold on hold on what's the deal guy and he's like my daughter's sick I just need the medicine they will give it. Yeah. and I'm just like oh shit like God damn it Trevor he has seven daughters <laughs> seven daughters oh, who have man. seven different illnesses. we've all definitely had those moments when we're playing skyrim where we just run into white run and just kill everyone that we see (laughs) just rack up the biggest yeah and then i realize you you just can't you can't 
you killed the guy who owns the market and you can't buy stuff anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's that's why you save first, right? Oh, <laughs> that's, man. That's I, what it is. I forgot about that fucking pesky save. Can't do it in D&D, um, though. Can't be like, hold on, let's yeah. go back to our save before I <laughs> yeah. murder the guy with a sick daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it's missing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I have had a super boring week. Um, I've been watching a lot of this, um, I guess, reality show called Alone. Um, and that is when 10 uh, contestants are dropped off in the woods somewhere. And um, whoever lasts the longest wins half a million dollars. I think that show is called um, Survivor. No, because that's fucking I was going to say just dumb. camping. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so it's, it's, camp, it's camping by yourself. Um, no camera crew. They each have like no GoPros crew. and like no camera crew. Yeah, they each have like they just GoPros run up like a month and, later and, and see who's still living. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they have Go GoPros on themselves and like a, a tripoded main camera and and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and they're all sort of spread out about ten miles apart from each of them, and they just have to survive. Um, this last season that I saw was in Patagonia, um, so. It was, they lasted, what, I think about three months in the wild, and then people either break down physically or mentally, yeah. or or some of it's sort of like um, an existential realization where it's like, you know what, I've done all that I needed to do here, and it's my time to go home. Um, so I've been watching a lot of that. That's crazy. Um, now, I don't want yeah, uh, to blow your mind here, Noel, or ruin the show for mm. you. But I'm still oh, gonna man. say what I want to say. Oh, no. oh man! Oh, I know what's yeah. coming. Oh yep. man! I think I do too. <laughs> this, is, this is the new game. Is it? What is Tom actually? Is it say? a? It is a bear grill style thing where it's a fake, fake thing. Yeah. It's like, like oh, oh, are they saying oh, that it's got a GoPro and it's actually a camera crew that just has like poor quality cameras and they're all within like 400 Honestly, feet of each other, like. Right. Getting, no. For, for, for all that I know, it's basically like the contestant's son with like a camcorder just saying like, right. you know, stay right there. But as far as I know, it's um, the only outside um, influences that they have are every once in a while, there's a medical uh, crew that goes up to everyone, make sure they're not, you know, facing multiple organ failure and they can like actually move on. Or if they go into the, like the red zone of anything, whether it's... Uh, weight loss or BMI or uh, right. blood pressure, then they get automatically booted um, just out of, <laughs> I guess, incompetence? Um, Need? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's kind of cool. Actually, um, one of the uh, contestants in the sh uh, season that I was uh, just watching got booted because he kept hoarding his food and he had like 15 pounds of food, but he just never felt like he needed to eat it. <laughs> and he... And uh, the judges or the medical team said that he lost too much weight and he couldn't go on. So it it <laughs> does get kind of interesting. Um, like I said, um, see, the season that I just watched uh, in Patagonia lasted three months. Uh, the one before that was, um, I think it was like 75 miles above the Arctic Circle. Jeez. And that only lasted a month and a half. So it fluctuates like crazy crazy yeah um and it's it's really cool to see um see the whole process see who thinks um they can do this and then in like two days they drop out or it's really cool to see um all the people who you think are going to win but drop out for 
crazy reasons that you had you had no idea huh. right now have you ever seen uh somebody where they they go out and it's like hey congratulations you've lasted the longest and they're like we're, we're ready to bring you home and they're just like no nah, i'm good no no i'm gonna stay actually here. the one in the tundra was um um he was doing like a um a monologue to the camera and uh, and the way they they spoil it is the wife sort of creeps up behind him and gives him a hug and everything like that. So as as she no. was creeping up, yeah, he's gonna turn around yeah. and stab her. <laughs> he thinks there's only bears within yeah. like a thousand miles of him. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been terrified at both of the both of the endings I've seen so far. Um, but like not seconds before she she does that, um, he was saying I was like, all right, so I, I'm on day uh 70 or 80 or something like that and you know it's it's beginning to get colder i think people are going to start to drop out right now i think i can make it maybe a couple more months and then <laughs> that's it and then he won so wow. yeah <laughs> i thought you were I, I really thought for a second that you were going to say it's just like you know man it's really beautiful and peaceful out here just like i don't want to go back to my yeah. wife or my family, or my life, yeah. and she's behind him, just like what the fuck you say? Oh, that would have been so much better. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been watching alone. I think I have like three more seasons. Uh, it's on Hulu, and the most recent uh, season, season six, uh, the Tundra is on Netflix. I'm have to check that out. And I guess I guess we'll take a short break now. My dad, years ago, he gave me these hubcaps, these like old hubcaps. Uh, Tom remembers them. Yeah. They were, they were in our apartment, but they never went anywhere. They just sat in the box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at this place, I finally like got around to hanging them up, and they look kind of nice. I never really cleaned them up. They're like, so they're like unpolished metal. And I never really thought about them. But now we're moving, and I decided not to take them with me. And I was like, somebody else might want them. I'll throw, up on, throw them up on Craigslist for like 20 bucks for all of them. Uh, and I was in the, about to post it, and then I went like, "I wonder what these are." And I started looking some of them up. The I have a like 1971 Datsun hubcap. What? And you, if you have you, all four of them and they're in good condition, they sell for like <laughs> thousands of dollars. It's, really? It's like, but I like got that like weird... one in decent condition. <laughs> it's but... like that weird Yu-Gi-Oh monster where you have to collect the arms and the legs to create that one gigantic <laughs> blue eyes white dragon. That... No, the Exodia, other one. Exodia, the forbidden the... one. <laughs> oh, Exodia, yeah. the forbidden one? Oh, yeah. No, that's... You're right. You're right. Anybody uh, shocked Trevor, that I know what was that? The one? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't even know you, and I'm not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked that those hubcaps have any value whatsoever. Like... Yeah, I mean... Well, nothing I'm, yet. I'm you gotta one. collect the set. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of all of them, and I'm seeing if anybody would give me like over a hundred dollars for all of them. Uh, but right now, only one person wants one of them, and he's gonna give me twenty five bucks for it. And like, I was literally just gonna throw them out in the trash a week ago. You know what? Go to Pittsburgh for some weird reason. I've never been there. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a lovely <laughs> city. Um, I, there, there might be more Motorheads in Pittsburgh. I don't know I am why. I'm thinking that. I think that they are gonna now make the trip. 
They're yeah. going to see their third city. <laughs> their <Boston>. third city. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> Shall we start with Craigslist Price is Right or whatever the hell the, the, yeah. the new name is? Uh, right. Direct Sales Disasters. Yeah. Yes, thank right. you. I'm really good at remembering the names of these segments. Uh, <laughs> that's gotta be one of our games sometime. <laughs> oh man! How, how many how many games can Tom O'Brien remember? <laughs> and we'll just do a we'll just do a quote from each game each time we played it, oh, and be dude. like, "Oh, that was that one." Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, this week on uh, our newly titled game, Direct Sales Disasters. coming straight to you. Uh, these are all coming from Las Vegas, so you know they'll be good. Mm. Ooh, uh, oh, man. Expensive, this I assume. is um, Eros Spring uh, 1962 Volumes 1 through 4 Full Set by Ralph Gisenberg Rare Book sell- Set From a non-smoking environment have been cl- uh, cleaning house going to downsize my house. <laughs> Author is Ralph Ginsberg. Title is Eros Spring, twenty uh, nineteen sixty two, uh, volume one, number one, two, three, and four. Book is written in English. Publisher New York, uh, Eros Magazine. Uh, more photography uh, collectible books for sale, and then it's just like a whole bunch of other things. Um, right. What you guys might not know, because I did a little bit of research here on Eros. Uh, magazine. It is a upscale magazine of pornography. Oh. Okay. Uh, I was kind of thinking considering Eros. Yeah. Uh, that only published four volumes because after that it was shut down by the U.S. government for very like for strongly violating obscenity laws. Really? What? So you so get this is every, all of them. So this yes. is everything. You get every single Eros magazine known to mankind. Uh, <laughs> I will send you guys here uh, a image link. Oh boy! Okay. Uh, they're just the careful. Just the covers. Nothing too risque. Yo, sure. bottom left. Uh, is that that's not Maryland? No, wait, no. It can't be. What what are the years of this? Nineteen sixty-two. Okay. Definitely looking. Hachi machi. That is like that is the New Yorker of pornos. Wow. Yeah, yeah this is this is fancy porn. It's hard it's cover. Hardcover. <laughs> it's hardcover. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I feel like I, I I would pay a pretty penny for these probably. Yeah, I feel I'm like this like... is a book series that you'd have like in your like if you were uh like a, a philosophy professor, you'd just have these like in your office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this which is, is a... like sticking <laughs> out and people would just be like, Oh yeah, you know, I don't need those because nobody reads books off a of bookshelf. So this immediately reminded me of I had this collection when I was a kid that was just bi- uh biology and earth science and mm-hmm. everything like that. It was a twelve 12 or so volume collection done by the guys over at Time Life Publishing, which do sure. like loads of this shit that's just all multiple volumes. If you if you were if you were over at my house and you just slipped one in, I would have not noticed for <laughs> right. the life of me. I'm sure. Oh man, that would have been that would have been quite the uh, the afternoon read there. All right, so how much for <laughs> everything that Eros has ever done? Yes, all four wow. of this upscale uh 1960s 
erotica. An entire an entire catalog. <laughs> yes. Like like the catalog of catalogs. I feel like I gotta know if it's like softcore or hardcore. Yeah, can, do you have like a? Yeah. Do you have a um... interior? No, I'm not gonna ask for. Yeah. <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe maybe like an article. <laughs> Is this also like a Playboy situation where there are like articles and stuff like, or it's just yes, photography? There, it's there just there are that... articles. Uh... The okay. the content I guess is softcore because it's considered upscale, um, erotica photography as opposed to oh so, yeah right so it's okay. not it's yeah all right this is my favorite cover of the four I'm sending this extra link that is just like lithograph four lithographs of like Adam and Eve <laughs> like with God pissed at them in one of it it's like hey oh, what yeah. did I tell you about eating apples. <laughs> And, oh man! And is that an actual quote from the Bible, or did they fuck with it a little bit? It's it's not high enough quality that I can read all of it. There, it does seem to be like there is a um, there's a chapter number at the bottom of the first paragraph. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it probably is an actual quote from the Bible. <laughs> Bold, That's exactly what Bold you want move. <laughs> and right. God, it's God. <laughs> well, he and is in all fourth, things. And on the fourth day, God said, "Let there be dicks." And there were dicks, let and it was good. And it was good. And lo, it was good. All right. Okay. I don't think God knew the price of these books, and neither do I right now. <laughs> okay. All right. So four volumes of upscale. You know what? I'm gonna say $150. $150. All right. It's it's Las Vegas, guys. Come on. I know that's what's throwing me is because it's Las Vegas. I feel like things are gonna be expensive. But see, I'm leaning the other way. I'm thinking. I just feel like <laughs> everyone has a copy of yeah. it. It's <laughs> one extreme or the other. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty dollars. Ten bucks a piece. So forty. Right. And Noel, you said what? Oh, I was just. Uh, I said 150, 150 for the entire thing. I'm going to go 100 even, 25 each. All right, the actual, uh, I'm not going to say retail value, but resale <laughs> value for this specific set is $80. Connor oh. is the winner. Woo! Oh, fuck. Damn. Uh, Yay. Uh, also, Tom, is this your cheapest item, or are these at random? Uh, this, I guess, is at random. I do have oh, one, yeah. one that is distinctly cheaper. One that is maybe cheaper, and one that is significantly more. (laughs) (laughs) Helpful. Shot in the dark there. All right. All right. So uh, this next one is, I think, my favorite of the set. Um, The title of this one (laughs) is Horse for Lease. (laughs) 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 Not for sale. For lease. Oh, um, okay. that's so sad. <laughs> is it a certified? I have a pre-owned? Missouri fox trotter. I have a Missouri fox trotter who is for lease for an experienced rider. You can ride him in the arena, take lessons on him, or outright or, or take him out around the neighborhood depending on your level of riding. He has a beautiful gait. Uh, listens good and obeys commands. Yeah, but the alternate the alternator's all fucked yeah. up. <laughs> Missouri Foxtrotter sounds like an old blues musician. <laughs> a 
Elvis definitely stole some some music from Missouri Fox Trotter. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh man, <laughs> this has got to be the like significantly more expensive one, right? Now, or you're just throwing this... me for a loop? No, we did, yeah. Is this like one where it's like? A dollar an hour. Like, yeah, are, are, the... are we charging by the hour here or the is day? It a monthly... or is it? Here's the thing. I'm assuming it's by the hour. It says nowhere in here specifically <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what? what the, the lease rate is. Do you lease for an hour? Is that is it then? Is it still considered a lease? Yeah, I, I don't I know. Think... Or is like it a rental? Of a, yeah. More of a rental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, well, if it's by the hour, then I feel like it can't be the most expensivest one. Then, fuck. This is well, see, crazy. that's the thing is that if you were gonna buy a horse, yeah, it's expensive. But if you're leasing it, right? Do you lease <laughs> right. to own oh, a yeah. horse, or do you, yeah, exactly. like, you, you rent a you, center? You, but lease to own. <laughs> but can can he really own a horse? Yes. Yes. They're God. They're, God, they're God's creatures. <laughs> ah. Okay. You you can't own that majesty, you guys. Noel's just quoting um, from one of those uh, Eros magazines now. <laughs> and it's just pictures yeah. of dicks. God, you, can you can't own, own a horse. Stallion. You can't. Just that stallion owns you. <laughs> All right, so rental horse. Yeah, 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 but dog, how much do these cars? A rental horse. Um, yeah. By the hour. I think I'm, I'm assuming. I'm, I'm, that's probably giving away some information. But yes, a by the hour horse rental. One hundred and twenty dollars. Hundred and twenty. What? Okay. Ooh. So is is it for is it for business or pleasure? What do you mean? <laughs> like, are you are you are you riding it around? Are what you, business like, requires just, you to ride a horse? <laughs> are, are you galloping on on the sandy beaches I, of Tuscany? I feel like if you're a cowboy, not... you own your own horse already. <laughs> or yeah, no, but like, <laughs> what if you're just well, you're a rancher? What if you're, yeah, what if you're just dabbling in the arts of ranch? So this ranching. this is in downtown <laughs> Vegas. Well, not downtown. It's not like oh. the Strip, but it's in Vegas. The three things it mentions is ride him around the arena, take lessons, or take him out around the neighborhood. Also, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing I'm picturing when you say arena is that stage in Mario Kart 64 where you have to battle against the other cars, <laughs> and then that's just what I'm picturing horses doing. With like three yeah, balloons. Each horse also has three balloons attached yeah, to three, it. Yeah, three balloons, and you just throw fucking, not shells, but like just turtles. <laughs> Live turtles. Just... Yeah. yeah and you Walk just to Vegas, pop. throw a turtle at a horse. Which is going to raise the price of the rental up a little bit. <laughs> All right, so Connor, you said one hundred and twenty dollars an 120. hour. One hundred and twenty. Yeah. I'm gonna say fifty. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go like right in between the two. I'm gonna go uh, eighty-five. Eighty-five. It is exactly fifty dollars. Noel oh. is correct. Yeah. I know wow. my horses, guys. This was the maybe more expensive one then, wasn't it? Because of depending on the time. I'm analyzing what you said well, way too in. much. Yeah, I'm digging in too hard. Connor's metagaming, the you guys. <laughs> the, you're, you're, the man gave us clues. Should we not pay not attention? To, <laughs> you're not trying to unlock the codex to get the Da Vinci code. Uh, are, are you not? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this I should go, one then. Is, uh, is a comic book. 
It is a Fantastic Four issue number uh, 52, the first appearance of Black Panther. Uh, first appearance of Black Panther, rare comic book from July uh, 1966. This Fantastic Four issue number 52, which fe features the first appearance of the great Black Panther, which just broke box office records in movie theaters all across the country. Don't miss out on your chance to own a piece of collectible history uh, that appreciates in value over time. Um, and then it gives the price guide for uh, for original printings of this in terms of quality. Um, only listing perfect uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, a perfect 10, a 9.9, .9 and a 9.8. Um, serious cash buyers only that are willing to meet in person as I will not ship this rare collectible issue anywhere. Uh, if this ad is still up, it's still for sale. Uh, however, I will also note that this is uh, a comic that has been reprinted multiple times and nothing on the Craigslist ad actually like proves that it is the original printing. Huh. I think this is actually the, the, the expensive, expensive one. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I um, so. But also, okay, so uh, it's in a sleeve. Uh yes, it is. It is in okay. a mylar sleeve. And what did you now, what did you say was the was the quality the condition? Yeah. Uh, it does. It is not. So it gives the the expected price value for like conditions of other issues of this. However, okay. This one is not like conditioned. <laughs> Nowhere on it has it been like appraised officially and been given like a real okay value. Well, what is it? How does it look? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Tom, appraise this for us. <laughs> the front cover looks okay in this like phone camera photo, uh, right. in a mylar bag of a comic that may was print maybe was printed last year. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh. I'm just gonna shoot my shot on this one because yeah. I think, uh, especially like I remember like the mentality of of like uh, owning Pokemon cards and being like one day yeah. you'd have that holographic oh, Charizard and you'd be like one day. That's um, exactly what I'm thinking about. So that's I'm, I, yeah. I still got my binder and I'm looking right at it. <laughs> oh boy. So I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the the thoughts that those people have, not necessarily what they're actually valued at. And I'm gonna say that this dude thinks that this issue is worth thirty five hundred dollars. Ooh, that's higher than I was gonna go. I, I that's lower than I was gonna go. Really, first appearance of Black Panther, dude. Especially when the movie, like it, he mentions it in the description, so the movie must have just come out. Yeah, and this I know post, a lot of people that bought today. like. Oh, it was made today? <laughs> Are you serious? Okay. Are you okay. serious? What the? God damn it! Oh, well, man, I already locked in my answer. So, god damn. Yeah, what a shocker that was. Ah, all right. I'm definitely going. I think I'm gonna go. This is gonna be somewhere around uh, 750. All right, Noel. I think. I think. See, I'm torn. Like, if it's legit, I think y'all are way. You're you're way under. Even legit ones, I don't think go for like super crazy high. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say oh. they think it's real at the at the very least. All right, here I forgot. I will send you guys an image. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, this is great for me and no one else since they all locked in. <laughs> yeah. Their no, I'm not. I'm. I'll, I'll let you take a look. Uh, oh man. 
Yep, look at that art. Holy fuck, that's legit. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how would it look any different if it wasn't? It looks like the Black Panther's a villain. I mean, yeah, but they would. Is he a villain? They printed the exact no. same co- the cover, like when they reprint it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just like straying away from the fact. It's just like, just the. Was Black Panther a bad dude? Like at some point? Uh, no, he never was. Or, or was he I don't just think like so. a partner? I do think that they probably fight him in this issue because every time superheroes meet for the first time, they fight each other. Right. Oh, uh, they they fight, and then you're like, "Man, I'm sorry. Let's go." Yeah, we didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Noel, I'm, what you got? I'm going to say five. Nope. I'm going to say three thousand. All right. So uh, I'm going to do a rare first for uh, this game of direct sales disasters. And I'm going to quote you the <laughs> graded 10 out of 10 value of the original printing of this comic. And I'm going to give you guys a chance wow. to change your uh, your guesses okay. if you want. Okay. The perfect 10 graded by an expert guaranteed like sealed in plastic, not even like Mylar bag plastic, but like, uh, Smithsonian vault plastic <laughs> is eleven thousand four hundred and twenty-eight dollars. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna, okay. say, I was gonna say thirty thousand at first. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I don't think Homeboy is gonna be looking for for that much, especially now that I see the picture of it. Say eleven thousand. Eleven thousand. I think I think Homeboy's gonna be looking for way too much. Just really, it's Vegas, baby. I'm gonna say. Yeah, but uh, there's a lot of cheap thrills in Vegas too. Yeah, but it's, 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 yeah, but the expensive stuff is awesome. It, I'm gonna say fifteen grand. <sighs> fifteen. So you're thinking okay. they're asking for more than a flawless copy, right? Wait, <laughs> sorry, what? So <laughs> a flawless a copy is eleven grand, dude. <laughs> Yes. This is okay. clearly no, not a flawless. No, I, I, I'm still locking that in. <laughs> Fifteen. It's, wow. And, and it, it's a flawless coffee copy plus, coffee. um, plus that weird exchange rate of dumb Las Vegasian self righteous confidence of yeah, man, this is the first of the first copy. Right, right. Um, yeah, I'm I gonna was right. Yeah, fifteen thousand. I'm gonna bump up just a little bit, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna go an even five, an even five thousand. See, I'm a. Uh... I'm going way up because I feel like you're gonna go way way high. I'm I'm going over. I mean, I'm going between you. I'm not gonna go quite as high as Noel, but I feel like if there's ever a place where an original copy would be getting sold on Craigslist, it would be in Vegas. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance and say that this this might actually be one, or at least at the very least, they're looking for the money of it. I'm gonna go nine thousand. All right. Okay. The uh the asking price on this is five thousand seven hundred and fourteen dollars. Yeah, buddy. Damn. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you gotta look at that quality, man. He kn- he knows he's known he knows it's not like prime condition. Yeah. Which is exactly half of the price of a ten out of ten graded. <laughs> so it's a five out of ten? No, that's, that's still the comic. Not how it works. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Apparently, I don't know this shit about good Pokemon cards. I believed it, Noel. It... <laughs> yeah. I was going to let it yeah. go. But, you know. Yeah, it says here that a graded 
9.8 out of 10 is also $5,714. Oh, it so. degrades very fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he... <laughs> Word. All right. <laughs> Yay. All right, so this is uh, num- number four, uh, final round. Um, gives somebody, a, well, gives Noel a chance to tie with Connor. And me a chance uh, to tie with Noel. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Get on the board, man. <laughs> All right, so this is the one that I am not entirely sure on the uh, the actual price of. I'm pretty sure I know, uh, but um, it had uh, before I clicked the link, it had one price, and now that I'm in it, it has a different price. Hmm. Oh, oh my God! It's accruing in value as we speak. Yes, or yeah. degrading, yeah. or degrading, <laughs> or degrading. Yeah. Uh, so this is a pre-owned pool table, like new. Pool tables mover. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, pre-owned pool tables in Las Vegas. Um, seven or eight foot pool tables, nine foot pool tables. Delivery and installation always included. Now, because this has two two options, I'm actually gonna make have you guys make two guesses. <laughs> Okay. Oh boy. So this is it's a used pool table? Uh yeah, it, it seems like it's actually uh like a used pool table group. Like they have lots of different okay. pool tables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like like a herd? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're like new. They are. Huh. They're like new in the fact that they are still pool tables. <laughs> 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 they haven't evolved to yeah. their second form yet. Very few things have changed what... from these pool about these pool tables since they left the factory, other than being scratched a whole bunch. This <laughs> <laughs> would help if I've ever owned a pool table, but you know, I've always just had that one cousin, <laughs> Trevor. Yeah, we had a pool table. I did not buy it, so I have no idea yeah. how much it would cost. This is tough. Uh, two fifty. I I don't know what my two prices are. Just call them two twenty five and two seventy five. Okay. Wait. What? Are, what? What are the? What are? So what are the prices? Like what? Which? What are the two different prices that we're guessing again? So there was the one price that was listed out on General Craigslist. Yeah. Uh, and okay. then there's a second price that is listed in the description. Oh. Uh, but they're both just yeah, gonna, the same I'm gonna, thing. I'm gonna stay firm. All right. I'm gonna say the one. I'm gonna say the one that's listed because I've seen this on like so many different things. And Craigslist was one dollar. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> that's a really good call. And Actually, then uh, the actual price was six seventy five. Tom, Ooh, I like those numbers. Are they are they different prices? Yes. Okay. All right. Then I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stick with my answer. No one at home can see that, but I almost spit out my beer because yeah. I didn't know why you were asking that question. Well, I don't know. I had to feel like I had to come come at this issue from all angles. There are two numbers. They are. I'm gonna make you guess two different numbers. They are exactly. You the need same. two guesses, but they're the same. That would be dastardly, dude. That that'd be evil. See the thing. I was going to say it could have been that old switcheroo, but that's not really a switch if they're the two same numbers. <laughs> I will. Right. I will uh, say that this is a, a switcheroo. I think. I'm going to say uh, the display <clears throat> price is going to be a hundred, 
and then the actual price within the posting is going to be a thousand. Okay, so yeah. the displayed that price, makes sense though. The, yeah, it does. The displayed price uh, was zero dollars. <laughs> ah, zero. Shit. So, I almost said that. Uh, so Connor's gonna win that one. Uh, the dis- the listed price inside is one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So Trevor's gonna take that one. And that I can one. only assume that the difference there is the difference between the price of a pool table plus the price of a pool table plus delivery. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where they get you. Every pool table is free. It's just the installation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Go to their warehouse and pick it up with your flatbed truck, and you're just like... And you, you just get one. <laughs> I'm good. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need you to deliver my pool table for me. I can handle it. Oh, yeah. god damn it. <laughs> All right. I think we might have one, one more game to play. Right? Uh, yeah. We might do. Um, this is a game that uh, I had prepared for the last episode that I was on. It's called History What? Basically, I'm going to give you some examples of people that from history that we should all know and and maybe love. Um, and there's some really weird, wacky things that happen to these famous people that you may not have heard of. Uh, and you're going to have to figure out what that weird, wacky thing is. Hmm. So uh, if you get it right, then I'll be very proud of you. You'll be my favorite, baby. And if you get it wrong, I won't be mad, but I will be disappointed. Wait, are you giving us the wacky thing? And we guess the person, or you're giving us the person, and we guess the wacky thing. So I'm giving you the, I'm gonna give you a little bit of introduction to the wacky thing, um, but you're gonna have to guess the specific thing about the wacky thing. Okay. You'll understand when I ask the question. All right. All right. right. And away we go. All right. So our first one uh, is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. he is forever immortalized for his I Have a Dream speech, for his Freedom March on Washington in 1963, for his advocation for peaceful protests, all that good stuff. But what he is less known for is his love of television. Uh, he was so much a fan of one particular show that when an African-American actress decided to leave the show, it's Star King Trek. managed... <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> You want to let us have a chance there, Tom? I was never going to come up with it. It wasn't going <laughs> to. Sorry. I was going to give you options, <laughs> and uh, I feel like we just shouldn't even do that one. <laughs> no, that's fine. Tom can have it, I guess. What did he do? What did Dr. King do? I'm sorry. I feel like you ruined it. Go ahead. Start <laughs> No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, no, it, it is interesting, though, because uh, what he, what he like uh, contacted her personally and said, the quote is, uh, for the first time on television, we will be seen as we should be seen every day as intelligent, uh, quality, beautiful people who can sing, dance, but who can also go into space, who can be lawyers, who can be teachers, who can be professors, and yet you don't see it on television until now. And then she decided to stay on the show. Huh. And it's uh, Uhura. So I guess that's a point for I, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at, at least a point. No, no, we're not gonna gonna give him more. Points. No, you get one, Tom. That's it. I demand two points. <laughs> yeah, you get one point, Tom. For <laughs> no, I was blurt- I was saying it's only one, but I'm blurting just, out in class. <laughs> right. Ah. Uh, 
well, maybe these are not so great. <laughs> because my next one was actually about Abraham Lincoln, Ooh. and I feel like fucking Trevor, you let's might see, you might see, already know let's this. See what uh, my vampire I think we should hunter. just do, we should we should also just universally institute a rule that the questions have to be finished being read before we can answer them. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate no, that you're the one instituting yeah. that rule. <laughs> It's called the Tom against Tom law of 2020. <laughs> I have other options, but I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do a quick little teaser about okay. this one. What do you, Trevor, what do you know about Abraham Lincoln in sports? Ooh, nothing. <laughs> Word. Awesome. <laughs> so, all right. So Abraham Lincoln, uh, 16th president, uh, freed the slaves, guided the country through the civil war. Uh, and uh, actually, one time he delivered a speech that was so captivating that all the reporters forgot to t- take notes. So it's known as the lost speech. Um, but somewhat surprisingly, in his youth, Honest Abe was uh, fairly sporty. So much so that he is honored in a National Hall of Fame. Uh, who knows what sport we could be talking about? I do. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Tom. Did, Tom. What in the shit, dude? God damn it. Did you was... actually read the, the, did you read the cheat, the study guide, Tom? These goddamn games. <laughs> he, was a, oh. he, was a, he was a Greco-style Roman what? wrestler. Yeah, he was. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Just ruined my day. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Well, okay. I, I, I would like I would like to make an amendment to the uh, Tom on Tom law of twenty twenty. All right. Um, I so um, can can Tom pick last if he yeah. knows it? Can we at least have yeah. a shot? <laughs> like, this is embarrassing. Uh, a yes, and uh, and B. I do actually have three others that you guys maybe don't know. Um, okay. okay. I'm hoping that Tom doesn't fucking know this okay, shit for uh, no reason at all. Connor, we are running a little over, so uh, pick your two best. Uh, two best. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I will say, I will say, the interesting factoid about uh, Honest Abe is that uh, he he was only defeated once in a total of three hundred matches. So Homeboy was oh, real fuck. good. <laughs> All right, um, let's see if Tom knows this one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is now the new title of yeah. this game. Yeah, apparently, Christ on a stick. All the right. game is just us um, trying to Albert get Einstein. through a question without Tom giving the answer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tom, what do you know about Albert Einstein? Uh, I don't know. Some? <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, I know a decent amount about Einstein. Right. I, I, might, I might have a chance on this one. All right. Well, uh, we all know that he was a theoretical physicist. Um, e equals mc squared, all that good stuff. Uh, but he died on April 18th, 1955. Uh, unfortunately, uh, when his son Hans Albert uh, went to collect his father's remains, he found out that his father's body was not intact prior to his cremation. Uh, Dr. Thomas Harvey, the pathologist who performed the autopsy, investigated Einstein's body to figure out the cause of death, which was a burst aorta. At the point of autopsy, Harvey uh, chose to uh, saw open Einstein's skull and remove his brain. Uh, and it wasn't until 1978 that a reporter named Stephen Levy uh, met with Harvey to figure out what happened to his brain. So, what do we think happened to oh, Albert Einstein's brain? Fuck, I know where was it, it is. Hold on. Was it placed in a jar and frozen like Walt Disney? Uh, was it pickled and preserved like all your favorite favorite uh, fruits and veggies? 
or was it slowly consumed over the years in hopes of uh, gaining all of his smarts? Oh, God. Noel's face right now, I think, is the answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have one. It's probably not right, but it's a great uh, educational guess that I will leave to the last one to not ruin it, Tom. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say pickled. See, I was leaning pickled, but I don't understand why anyone would do that. Um, so I'm gonna. It's like tro- trophy yeah. hunting, <laughs> but I mean, just put it in a, in a glass jar. Why pickle it? Like, what are you what are you planning on doing with that afterwards? Well, it's gotta have some. It's gotta have some liquid. Ooh, yeah. Might as well make it kosher dill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get the get them Einstein brain spears to go with your sandwich or, on a or, hot summer day. Or, or, yeah. or or maybe if you're if you have more of a refined palate like myself, get that sweet bread and butter all up in it. <laughs> ah, fuck. Bread butter, man. Yeah, I that's, know. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been going with the super spicy bread and butter. So, oh, it's so good. Uh, right, no, I'm saying but... it's gross, but okay, all right. I'm gonna go with uh, it's it's kept in a jar. All right, so Thomas saying pickled, uh, Trevor's saying uh, jar and frozen, and Noel is saying. I'm saying it's preserved at the Philadelphia uh, Mütter Museum. Which is a museum dedicated to anatomical uh, novels and wonders and mysteries. Well, that wasn't one of the options, <laughs> and I don't know if that's what actually happened to it oh, after the man. fact. Fucking Tom can say anything he wants. <laughs> well, <laughs> that could be very true. I I, I don't know. You, you were very specific. Out earlier, yeah. Noel. that's the key. To right. Say <laughs> it's in Philadelphia. <laughs> so, so yes. Uh, so at, unfortunately, it still goes oh, to Tom. He just wins God, everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was actually pickled and preserved. So what ha- happened? Uh, so this happened in 1955 that Homeboy removed it from his skull. Um, Stephen Levy, his name's not Homeboy, but uh, yeah. Um, after like a long interview, um, uh, Harvey pulled out uh, the brain, and it was not only pickled, but it had been sliced into 240 cubes. God. Uh, and it remained in a box marked Costa Cider for that entire time. And now it's probably in a museum, the, whichever yeah, Connor, one that Noel Connor, said. Can I, just, can I just add on to uh, something else I just found out by uh, looking at the Wikipedia page of Albert Einstein's brain? After all that, more recently, 46 small per- portions of Einstein's brain were acquired by the Muter Museum in Philadelphia in 2013. These thin slices mounted on tel- telescope slides telescope microscope <laughs> slides went on exhibit in the museum's permanent galleries huh. more controversy wow so uh so they got they got 46 out of 240 cubes and so. microscopic slides so they're not that big either what happened to the other 194 cubes what happened? yeah the other brain sized brain <laughs> It's a, it's, it's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. All right. Uh, I'm going to do one more uh, just to see if someone can get a point. Oh, God. Uh, other, okay. than, other than Tom here. Um, yeah, let's go with this one. Uh, so King Henry VIII uh, of England, we all know, is insane. Um, I mean, shut but up, also... Tom. Shut up, shut up, Tom. Uh, God damn it. Shut up, Tom. So King Henry VIII, uh, I mean, he, he had, in some ways, a trailblazer, but also completely insane. He invented his own religion, for God's sakes. Um, but during his reign, he also 
appointed four grooms of the stool. Uh, and these were, this was one of the most sought after positions in England at the time. Uh, they were considered one of the more uh, influential uh, members of the king's court. Um, and so much so that many people would try to talk to the groom to pass important matters and information and requests onto the monarch. Uh, all of these grooms of the stool were also given lodgings near where the king chose to reside, and they even received like hand-me-downs like clothing and furniture. Um, but what did the grooms of the stool do? They like ate his poop. Is that is that your answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. I mean, he's he was weird. He was a weird guy. He's into weird things. See, I, I don't, I don't think eat. I think they, they like preserved it. <laughs> and it's and it's at the Mooter Museum in Philadelphia right now. Side by side, just yeah. a couple yeah. chunks of it. Just a couple chunks. Yeah. Forty-six chunks of King Henry VIII's poop. Forty-six chunks of poop on the wall. <laughs> There's our episode name. <laughs> All right, so we've got we've got they ate it. <laughs> I don't know why or, that would or, be a job. Or, 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 but... or it's got to be something dumb, like they threw it at each other. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then now I don't know what your answer is because those are vastly different. Something dumb, <laughs> like I mean, if if it's if it's something that was like you know logical, like oh they they helps uh, take out his 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 uh, his dumpy bowl, you know, every night. That that's not something that I w- I would count to it. But if it's if it's uh, tomfoolery <laughs> and horseplay. Mm-hmm. I'm all in. Okay. All right. So some sort of tomfoolery and horseplay, says Noel. From whether a dumpy it be, bull, yeah. <laughs> whether it be eating it or throwing it at each other. Yeah, it's 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 wacky. Trevor, you're saying preserve? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to go. For what purpose? I'm not going <laughs> to. We don't need to go any further into it. I think that they, they were responsible for the the, the maintenance uh, in in upkeep of uh, uh, of his collections, the dumpy bull, <laughs> the the big old dumpy yeah, bull, yeah, the collections of the big old dumpy bull. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, what are you feeling? Uh, I do think it's either that they took out his chamber pots, or that they dressed him. I don't know why I got that, but I'm gonna go with the dumpy pots. The dumpy pots. <laughs> um, I don't know why, but that's so much funnier than the dumpy bull. <laughs> I, I, I don't. It's between Trevor and Tom. Son um, of a bitch! God damn it! Uh, no horseplay was involved, Noel. There was no horseplay. There was no horseplay. The the <laughs> it was being leased out for a little bit. The main responsibility of the grooms of the stool were uh, to wipe the king's butt. Uh-huh. Actually, okay. So they had to wipe the king's butt. Um, but they were responsible for all the other toilet needs. Um, so they would supply water, a wash bowl, a towel, uh, and they would also like monitor the king's diet and meal times to predict like when he was gonna take a shit. <laughs> so, no, knowing this king, I'm pre- when you said like, what did you say, washing something? As hmm? wash bowl. Yeah, as wash bowl. I'm just imagining a bunch of these lords of the dumpy pot. Putting water, 
putting water so they in their mouth so they get chipmunk cheeks and then they just have to spray it out into the butthole. Fucking, They're human bidets. This is serious. <laughs> they are human bidets. They are. But they really were. They were. They were considered some of the most important members of the king's court because they were there with him at his mo- most intimate moments. Um, so they were privy to like like national secrets and shit like that. So it's I yeah. should fucking hope so. Holy All you gotta hell, do is wipe uh... a dude's butt, and then you get to know the the nuclear codes, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I suppose the winner is Tom O'Brien. He knows all the stupid things that we wouldn't know maybe, about maybe, famous people. Maybe we should recount on that one. I don't know if Tom won that. I don't. I don't know. I'm willing to do additional rounds if you guys uh, no, want to break the time. No, Tom. God damn it. Damn it, Tom. Uh, shall we go to plugs and fake ads? Sure. Yeah. Wrap this, wrap this show up. Let's do it. Who's got fake ads? I got one. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Uh, so this, this, uh, special episode of Never Games is quite literally brought to you, uh, by Gin. Uh, it is, uh, <laughs> new from the makers of vodka. Uh, it's called Gin, uh, with the magical powers of juniper berries. Gin answers the age-old question, what would happen if I drank a Christmas tree? Who needs memories when you've got gin? No assembly required, no instructions necessary, all you need is a healthy dose of alcoholism. Gin, put it in your face. Love it. Nice. Uh, today's episode is also you brought to you by Tums. Uh, did you start drinking gin at one in the afternoon yesterday and not stop until 8 p.m., where you promptly fell asleep without eating dinner? Well, you're going to want some Tums when you wake up in the morning. So shove something greasy down your gullet because you don't want it on an empty stomach. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I am I am a little hungover today, oh. so it's <laughs> Today's episode of the Never right. Games has been brought to you by masks. Just fucking wear one. It's easy. Just just do it. Yes. Yes. It. Yes. It's a wonder wonder wonderfully made uh Never Games PSA. Um quick side note about uh hangovers that I just learned about today. Um, so do y'all know where the phrase hangovers comes from? Tom? Tom, no. where, tell us where the phrase hangovers Tom? comes from. Tom, okay, yeah, Tom, <laughs> do you know where that phrase comes from? Um, <laughs> if, I, if I had to guess, because I don't actually know, I would say oh, it's the l- amount of alcohol that is continuing to hang over in your system. Nah, you're, you're, you're maybe wrong. This is actually <laughs> maybe not, wrong. not a... <laughs> Not proven true, but um, one of the lowest forms of hospitality accommodation back in uh, the early merry old days of England um, were just uh, these ropes that you could lean on for a penny overnight. Um, <laughs> and a lot of these ropes were used by uh, drunken sailors who spent, huh. who spent all of their uh, money on drinking, so all they could accommodate was uh, for them to hang over something. Huh. Huh. Yeah. So we well. have a new we have a new ad this week, um, amongst all the gin and um uh Tums uh people. Um I I have a particular hard problem with this, much as I hope many of you guys do, with social anxiety. Yes. And um any assistance I can have with social anxiety is 
uh, super helpful at this time and basically my entire life. Um, but this one is more uh, specified to your um, certain situation. Um, like, say, if you were at the post office alone and you're freaking out, you have, you are no longer going to worry about this problem because this message is brought to you by Postmates. Yes, Postmates <laughs> offers you that extra okay. friends. Um, <laughs> if, if you are uh, waiting in line at the post office, you can just call up Postmates, have someone just <laughs> hang out with you. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Um, uh, yeah. Such <laughs> a long lead coupon. in for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can use the coupon code NeverGames to save on your first, uh, to save 25% off your first order of a Postmates. <laughs> um, that, that is, if you like someone um, um, on Postmates, just uh, swipe left, and if they're close <laughs> enough, they will. They, they will come for you and help you out, give you a hot cup of tea and a nice warm blanket as you just try and fucking buy stamps because it's so hard. <laughs> and that is Postmates.com. God, I was so ready for like a beautiful PSA about social anxiety and making <laughs> sure that you're taking care of your mental health. See, I, was, I thought it was, was going to turn around and all of a sudden be another advertisement for gin. Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was going to be weed. If you got anxiety, smoke some weed. It'll make it better. Yeah. It's your your anxiety gets spicy. (laughs) One of my new things is I'm doing literal ads. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I I think I did Nature Box last time. Yeah. It was just a box 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 with an owl in it. (laughs) Just a box with a fucking owl. All right, some quick updates. Uh, We still have a website. Um, if you would like to, um, for us to play a game that you created, please feel free to email us at hello at thenevergames.com. Be sure to include the phrase, I made a game, in the subject heading. Also, if you have any other comments, questions, complaints, recipes to share, or if you just want to do our astrological star chart, give us a holler at hello at the Never Games. Um, we have two new co-hosts, Tom O'Brien and Connor Provost, on the show with us. Um, we will uh, once again introduce y'all to them uh, in perpetuity on our website thenevergames.com uh, we'll give them a, a quick bio and a photo uh, y'all will probably finish that before I do because <laughs> <laughs> I still don't have one up right now I think my uh, my bio just is is just lorem ipsum all over again oh god um, no no you just wrote it <laughs> in fucking uh, latin Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that that too. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we still have music in our show each and every episode. All musical bits are done by uh, us under the band name Good Damn It. Trevor played guitar and bass and uh, the baritone sousaphone, which you can't even you can't even pick up because your common human ears can't can't read those frequencies. <laughs> uh, and my, myself, Noel McGinnis, are on the drums. Uh, we hope to add in our, our newest co-hosts into this as well in the near future. Music production was done by Trevor and the folks over at Stickerbox Studios. Also, thank you to Stickerbox Studios for producing this podcast and hundreds of the future ones that we may have. Uh, once again, thank you to Connor and Tom for sticking out this wonderful contest and beating out folks like Aaron Rodgers and Siger Ross from Friends. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being with us and for being with us forever. Love you all. 
Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and a special thank you to everyone out there once again for uh, trudging along with us in the dark and dingy woods that we know as podcasts. My name has been and always will be Noel McInnes. And I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now. And I'm Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. <laughs> and I'm Connor Provost, or so they tell me. And so they tell me. And this has been the Never Games Do We Play Games. Almost never. never. <laughs> <laughs> it will never. It will never be. Oh my god. Good night, It'll everyone. See work, you next week. But it's gonna be it's still good. It's still great. It's a horrible catchphrase. Yeah, a horrible delivery, and I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs>